Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new Pennywise podcast from Lee Enterprises. I'm your host, Terry Barr. Happy to uh, be here with you once again. And today we are going to dive into some reality when it comes to your finances. Happy to have joining us Sarah Rathner. Now, Sarah is a travel and credit card expert with Nerd Wallet. Oh boy, here we go with that dose of reality. Sarah, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. We uh, heard recently that spending is up when you consider things like uh, travel, um, going out for dinner. Is that still the case? It is. It is. Uh, you know, people are still getting back out there and, um, you know, things are opening back up again. People do have optimism, but maybe not quite as much optimism as they would have had two months ago before the Delta variant of the coronavirus started dominating the news, especially with kids back in school now, schools shutting down due to cases. It seems in many ways that we have taken one step forward and three steps back. So that is becoming reflected in consumer confidence and consumer spending. Uh, Americans are worried about how the Delta variant will progress. They're worried about increased gas prices. They're worried about inflation. And that is affecting the decisions that they're making with their money. So if everyone is sort of like that and feeling all of that, what do we do? How did we so quickly turn from, woo, we feel great, to now we're worried again. And I, I'm going to assume it is because of where we are again with COVID and the Delta variant. And maybe are people just sort of shutting down a little bit again? It's just that there's still so much uncertainty. And we've lived under this dark cloud of uncertainty now for what feels like forever, but has been less than two years. And it's not ending anytime soon. We don't have a specific end date to look forward to. So yeah, it's, it, it is something that's going to go on for a while and it's going to affect us for years, even long after all of this is over. Well, you have some really good ideas to, to kind of, I, I want to say, keep us on track. If somewhere along the way we got off track and are trying so hard to get back and handling our money again in, in a proper or maybe a smarter way. Um, one thing you talk about, and I love this, is how do you adjust the spending you may have taken on in the last year? Yeah, you might have returned in many ways to your pre-pandemic spending habits, booking travel, going out to restaurants, going out to live events, um, you know, feeling pressure to kind of keep up with the Joneses and go to social events with friends that can cost a lot of money. And the thing is you might have changed. So those pre-pandemic spending habits might not be in line with who you are today. What do you do? What, what is the next step? Um, I, I know one thing we often talk about when we're talking about money in these podcasts is, you know, what's your value? What do you value in your life? And Maybe that's part of what's changed as well. Yeah, you know, so many money choices are not about math. They're about who you are as a person, who you want to be as a person, and then outside factors too, your family, your friends, your community, any sort of internal or external pressure you feel to be or, or spend a certain way. And so whenever you are kind of assigning yourself a budgeting exercise and thinking about your spending, 
it doesn't help to start with a spreadsheet. It helps to start with what's going on in here and in here. And that can change over time. And so you want to, as you evolve as a person, which happens to everybody, you want your spending to evolve so it's in line with what you value. And that way you're putting your money on to the things that are important to you and not wasting money on things that don't really matter. Do you think that's something we've learned in the last year and a half, two years as well, that the things we thought mattered at some point really maybe don't matter as much? Oh, yeah. I mean, for one thing, who wants to wear real pants anymore? <laughs> no, but, <laughs> you know, and, and no, but <laughs> and even, even at, you know, things that we took for granted that were yeah. just, you know, getting up and commuting to an office, getting on a plane, sending your kids to school, all these things that were routine. Mm-hmm. Now they involve so much extra thought and people are beginning to question, in some cases, their necessity. So as a society, we've had this massive shift in values and COVID is the kind of global event that's going to change how we think generationally. Um, You know, there were changes to our society after the 1918 flu pandemic and other epidemics, changes to how homes were designed, changes to how clothing looked. We're going to see shifts in day-to-day routines and products that we, we don't even know yet. Um, but you know, 20, 30 years down the line, we'll look back and say, oh yeah, when people stopped designing their homes around open floor plans, that started with the pandemic because everybody was home all the time and drove each other crazy. And suddenly we wanted walls and rooms instead of one giant great room that leads into the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're going to see changes like that in the way people manage their money too. I spoke with a a fellow nerd wallet expert about things like your home and other changes, and you are right on. He said, seeing that trend of that open floor plan that everybody, you know, not even that long ago wanted so badly, it's out the door now. So I find that fascinating that we are living in a time where we we are helping drive those trends, and, and especially when it comes to how we spend our money. So that's really, wow. Um, okay, so what do you do? to sort of get on track, but you want to try to match maybe um, if you're spending, as we're talking about, but now you don't have any savings. Are you trying to do equal? How do we get back on track with that kind of thing? Yeah. If you are finding yourself in a position where maybe you overspent a little bit and you're struggling to afford your credit card bill that month, uh, you maybe overdraw on your bank account, uh, that happens to a lot of people and it's happening to people now because people are struggling financially. And so we talk a lot about how much we've learned this year about the importance of emergency savings, because it's, you know, people always joke about, oh, you're buying too much coffee outside of the house. It's too much avocado toast. It's like, no, what really puts people into debt are unexpected medical expenses, unexpected home repairs, unexpected car repairs, all these things you need to take care of so you can stay healthy and safe and able to move around. And so it's not frivolous. This is a real issue that's facing millions of people right now. And number one thing is if you are in a position where you're earning income again, maybe you've lost your job earlier in the pandemic, but you have a job now, do what you can to replenish the emergency savings you might have spent down when you were without work. Even if you can put $20 a month into it, we always talk as a good rule of thumb, three to six months of living expenses. It's a good place to start with emergency savings. But if you're starting back up again from zero, even a couple of hundred dollars in a savings account can be a lifesaver when you 
are faced with an unexpected bill, and then you don't have to put it on a credit card and take on debt. Do you want your spending and saving to equal, or is now the time to really try and you know be that squirrel and chuck away as much as you can in your savings if you're able to do it? So that can depend on your life situation. Ah, okay. I always like to think of it this way. Save as aggressively as you can while you can, because there will be times in your life where you have to kind of ease off the savings a little bit because you have more expenses. A good example is that when you're young and working and you have stable employment and your life is not particularly complicated, maybe you don't own a home yet, you don't have children yet, that could be a really good time to save aggressively if you want home ownership and children for yourself sometime in the future, because those are two very expensive things. Daycare is like a second mortgage. And that might be a time in your life when you have young children in daycare that you can't save as aggressively as you did when you were 25. And so you want to think a little bit ahead and say, you know, is there going to be a time in my life coming up in the next couple of years where I can't set aside 30% of my income? I can't max out my 401k. Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. So do it while you can. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, that is that is a perfect uh, a tip and sensible too. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> Here's another one that I, I know we've talked a lot about, and that's that whole idea about talking about money, just like you and I are right now. But this goes a lot deeper, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. You know, talking about money with relative strangers as we are, although now I like to think of us as friends, um, <laughs> but talking about money with close friends and family member can family members can be very difficult. Yes. And these conversations are important to have if you maybe have mismatched budgets and mismatched spending habits mm-hmm. and you're dealing with some sort of shared activity, traveling together, going to a family wedding or other family reunion or other events. Um, it is really difficult to be in a position where your friends want to go out for dinner for lobster and you have a salad budget, right? And they want to split the bill and you just want to pay for what you ordered, which I'm pretty sure is the plot of an episode of friends. So, (laughs) so these types of issues occur all the time. And really the pandemic has just made those issues more intense because some people struggled financially over the past year and a half and other people thrived financially. And you might be in a situation where you have to say no to things that you really want to do, but you simply can't afford right now. And then your friends feel rejected by you because you said no. And then you're dealing with hard feelings. And this is where it comes into money being so much about emotions and not about numbers, but it is important to open up in some way with your loved ones about money, because one, it makes it less of a stigma to talk about money, which is important for everyone's sake. Um, But also if you are honest with them about what's going on in your life, if you're going through a hard time, they're not going to take your no as personally. If anything, you've brought them now onto your side and they're rooting for you. They know you're going through something difficult and they want you to be okay because they care about you. If they don't know that that's going on in your life and they think that, you know, everything for you is the same as it was before, but now all of a sudden you're avoiding them, you're creating hard feelings and there's really, there's no reason to do that. Now on the other side of the coin, if you are in a good financial situation, you've got a friend who's saying no to stuff, 
you, you gotta be nice to them. <laughs> you know, you can't judge them for saying no to things too. Right. Yeah. So if somebody is opening up to you about something that's going on in their financial life, you cannot, you, you shouldn't, I mean, you can, but you shouldn't be judgmental about it because that's a really great way to push away people. Mm. So honesty is, is a two-way street. Okay. Life is hard enough right now. So that, that makes sense as well, just to be honest. These are hard conversations though. Money is really hard to talk about. Yeah. And it's rooted a lot in our self-identity. You know, when you, a lot of people lose their jobs and so much of your identity is wrapped up in your career. And it's like, well, if I don't have this anymore, then who am I? It's really difficult stuff to deal with. And it's something that millions of people are dealing with at the exact same time right now. Yeah. I guess, remember, none of us are alone in this and um, not to be afraid to say what you need to say. But I love how you also flipped it and said, and be kind if you're the one that's listening. Yeah. Don't make your friends feel bad if they have to (laughs) say no to something that they would love to do, but it's just not in their budget right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Adults don't like to be made uh, don't like to be made to feel guilty by fellow adults. So just no. don't do that. Don't put, don't put that out into the world because it's, it's nothing good comes back from that. So, right. yeah. So after all of this, how do you really get back on track? What do you, what do you do? Yeah. So if you uh, overdid it a bit and you are struggling to afford your bills, that's when you start taking a hard look at where your money is going. And one, I mean, I, I kind of like the idea of, you know, writing down where your money went because it's so easy to spend unintentionally. Mm-hmm. You stop at the store, you buy a couple things, you go to the grocery store, you have a list, but then you buy five things that aren't on the list. Oh yes. <laughs> it's really helpful to know where your money is going. And you could do this activity without judging yourself. So I say, don't judge others, but also be good to yourself too, because this is really hard. And find out where your money's going. Look over your last couple of months of credit card statements or bank statements see where it's going and look for easy ways to cut expenses. Odds are you're paying for stuff without really thinking about it. Maybe you subscribe to something you don't actually use like a streaming service or a magazine. Um, That's an easy place to make a cut without really affecting your day-to-day life. That's surface level. You could probably clear up some money in your budget just by doing that alone. Then if you really are in, in dire straits, that's when it's time to cut back even more and really start finding ways to lower your monthly expenses, especially with variable costs. So fixed costs, your rent is is not going to change. Your utilities will shuffle a little bit, but there's some seasonality to that. And you can take steps to lower the bill by a few dollars a month, but that's tough. That can be tough. Um, But then you have to look at things like spending on going out to restaurants or takeout, spending on entertainment, spending on travel, all of the things that are really nice to have, but they're not crucial. Those are the, usually the first places you can make pretty drastic cuts. Does it come back down to like bottom line of all of this? I loved talking about values and it, it sounds like at the bottom, that's really what all of this is sort of about or what we're learning this is about. Yeah, because if you're constantly putting money into things that don't make you happy, that don't enhance your life in any way, you're not spending it well for yourself. You're spending it for others. Uh, You're spending it on on an idea that you think might be cool, but isn't. It's kind of like every day you go out to a restaurant and you hate the meal you have. That's what it's like whenever you spend money on something that doesn't matter to you. 
It's a disappointing dinner out every day. And you don't have to do that all the time. There are times you spend on things that you would rather not spend money on. Like, you know, your air conditioner breaks and you fix it. That's not mm-hmm. ideal, but you need it. Right. Uh, but if you're constantly spending money on you know, you feel pressure to go out. Your friends want to go see a concert. You don't really like the band, but you go anyway. Would you have been, I mean, maybe you can meet up with them later for a drink Mm -hmm. and skip the concert. And suddenly you've just saved 50 bucks and you have a better night because you're not standing around at a concert that you don't care about. (laughs) It's so true. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So we all get dragged along on these plans and they're not necessarily what's important to you. And it's not just things like concerts. It could be any, anything that you're spending money on that isn't really serving you that well. You might have a closet full of clothing you never wear and you're still buying new clothing. Maybe shop your closet, see what's in there before you buy anything new. Yeah. Isn't it funny? All these little steps can really add up to hopefully getting anyone who's listening back on track. And that's what this is all about. Yeah. It's about just kind of taking an inventory of what you spend your money on and, and what you bring in and what flows out. And hopefully this exercise doesn't take too long and it's something that you can revisit. It's, it's relative, hopefully relatively painless. Right. It doesn't have to be this difficult homework assignment where you feel like you're pulling your own teeth out. It could just be a matter of looking over a couple of statements and being like, eh, not my best month. I can do better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, saying no to things in the future. So you can say yes to the things you really want. Oh, I love that. What a reassuring voice you are when we're talking about the pain of money at some point, but wonderful, wonderful advice, Sarah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Wow. That was terrific. Sarah Rathner, again, she's the travel and credit card expert with NerdWallet. So fortunate to have her joining us. A little bit of therapy with the money expert, I would say, definitely. Well, I'm I'm not a therapist. I will say that, but... uh, (laughs) But the more you learn about money, uh, the more you realize that it has a lot to do with your emotional state. That's a good thing to think about. Okay. Sarah, thank you so much. And thanks to all of you for listening to another Pennywise podcast. You can, of course, find any of our podcasts that you would like to listen to. We've got a whole library wherever you like to listen to your podcast. So we hope you'll do that. Thanks again. I'm Terry Barr for the Pennywise podcast and Lee Enterprises. Have a great day. Goodbye.